All right, we're live. Oops. Anybody going to talk? Right, one second. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is the, what is this called again? <laughs> I should know more. Um, Indie podcast. That's there. right. Indie podcast show. Who's um, got their, who's got a window open? A window. Welcome to Uncle Touchy's Creepy Puzzle <laughs> Basement. Yeah. Oh, let's check everybody's mics because last time it was kind of fucked. Uh, who can hear me? Yeah, I can hear I you. I can hear you. I got my. You good? You good? Okay. I can hear all of y'all. All right. Now y'all go ahead to each other. Hi. I can hear Hello? everybody. <laughs> check, check. Yeah. All right, good. I like how we're taking care of backstage shit in the first minute of the live stream. Uh, we were too busy <laughs> bullshit. Well, we, had, we had to because uh, Walk could hear me live. Uh, Walk could hear me before we started, and then he couldn't hear me when we started. So, mm-hmm. yeah, StreamYard's weird. But yeah. uh, that's why I'm wearing the area internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh, say hi no. to the chat real quick, guys. Uh, so, G Spot, thank you for coming through. We got Kumi. Oven mitts. What's up? Iconic odd. Uh, Z collection. What's up, bro? What's up, everybody? Look at this. What's up? I'm expecting some wild conspiracy theories. Hopefully, <laughs> we got them for you. What up, degenerates? The deuce. What up, fam? What up? He says, "What's up, walk poser?" PB and J. So my question is: Is Oven Mitts uh, foiled or just a uh, you know just a fanboy account? Nah, that's a real person. Though, as far as I'm <laughs> make sure y'all like the video. We're already at twelve likes. That's what's it. I oh think, damn! Uh, oh my god! Really? Yeah. Look at this! Holy hell! We'll have a face reveal in in one of his review videos where he just like fucking peels his face off and reveals <laughs> he's a reptilian. I thought it was going to reveal his eyeballs first. (laughs) We're already getting into the reptilian. Okay. Yeah, we're already getting crazy. Tori Slacken? Tori Slacken? Not even. But, uh... Yeah, Cam will be with us shortly. He's taking a shower. Just got off of work. Uh, So, yeah. Bringing in today is Rock and Tori that are new to the podcast. Ish, ish, ish. Yeah. Oh yeah, ish. Because I got rock was uh last week. Yeah, he came in last week. But yeah, so let's talk about last week's video. Uh, already over like three hundred and twenty views with like sixty eight likes. Yeah, that was hey. real nice. So I got to give away something, right? <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> nice. it came for your books. <laughs> I know, huh? Yeah, definitely. I have to send a KM, and we're going to have to come up with something. I have not thought of anything. Uh, I will still think of something. But, uh, I mean, uh, what should be the, uh, you know, the parameter of of who wins? I mean, uh, how do we Uh, find 68 people that click like? That'll be fucking impossible. (laughs) Okay, okay. How about we uh, do it on a... Here for this week's show, because... That's basically how I stated it in my comment. Basically, 
we get it up to enough likes, you show up next week. And, you know, towards the end, obviously, is when we'll do the giveaway, just like any other live that uh, has been done. Okay. Well, I'm like, uh, okay, TK. So no comments, no numbers, nothing like that. Well, if you want, we can, since I don't, I've never done the will shit. So we can't just do numbers. You choose numbers, put it on the. Or just, uh, so take the link to last week's show and just keep dropping it in the chat. And everybody who's here can go back and comment on last week's video. And oh, yeah. Be the comment picker. That's perfect. Okay. And then, Walk, if you didn't pick something to give away, what was your book last week? It was uh, uh, Haha ha One. The cover what? B, right? Oh, that's right. You're giving away that. Cover A, yeah. Oh, cover A, sorry. Well, and I'll say to match that, uh, I'll send whoever wins uh, the first trade of Trains Metropolitan since that's the book Walk <laughs> talked about. And I think that is one of my favorite wild-ass uh, Warren Ellis reads. Digital, yeah. what up, Brent? I think I read what the Crooked Vein. I really enjoyed that. The yeah. the novel he wrote. That was uh just out there. <laughs> you know, here's the link, guys. In case you want to win them books. Make sure you comment. It goes like uh the big sleep, then it goes the big Lebowski, and then somehow the, the crooked vein, or is it crooked little vein? I am not exactly sure the name of the book. Uh, that sounds but, like a really bad term for a wiener. Um, <laughs> it was about like a, he was taking a journey through America, and I think the crooked vein was how he was uh, driving. Oh, what's up, Ohio? Towards the destination. Uh, let me look Pretty it dope. up. Hey, hold on, let me see. Does, do you have a wrench, Ohio? <laughs> crooked little Ooh, vein. Oh, it's called Crooked Little Vein by uh, Warren Ellis. It's a, you know, if you like, um, whatever that, uh, forgot what that's called. Oh, you do now, bro. Noir. If you like noir novels, that's a, it's a you know, that's a good anticipation. If if uh, Big Lebowski is a. Is the, if the Big Lebowski is a big sleep while you're smoking a fatty, then the uh, <laughs> then crooked little vein is the next ex escalation. You're doing mescaline and and acid. <laughs> well, wow. so it's it's, it's, now. it's the progression. <laughs> You're living the life of Hunter S. Thompson. I was gonna say it sounds more like fear and loathing to me. Huh. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't think uh, fear and loathing was really like a mad caper. I mean, you got it, fam. Or like a noir. No, I just meant based off of the level of drug use that you were describing. Like, Oh, yeah, of course. You become Hunter S. Thompson for a day. Yeah, drug well, use I mean, is, is the seminal, pivotal point. I mean, there's drug use. There's like uh, secret. There's like drug use, secret parties where like somebody has AIDS and AIDS needles. There's like freaking bodybuilders getting injected with saline injections. The hell uh, we talking about? This is this is a novel called Crooked Little Vein that uh, Warren Ellis wrote. Ah, okay. Um, and uh, you know, I didn't know what I was getting into when I uh, <laughs> when I got the book. I was just like, this guy's a comic book writer, and you know, five dollars is is the right price. 
I'll give it a shot. And uh, yeah, it, it was a wild ride. So, uh, and then you learned that Warren Ellis really loves himself some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you guys uh, want to give that one a shot, I know it's not a comic, but I mean, it's written by a comic book artist and uh, our comic book writer. And uh, yeah, it was it was definitely along those veins of uh, of noir and just adding an extra dash of wow. <laughs> Is that what I need mushrooms to, to write good? I don't think it. You know, well, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> I don't know. You might not remember it. I mean, freaking. Uh, no problem. Not. Stephen King said like all those books he wrote, he doesn't even remember like. Uh, Maybe like Christine uh, Cujo, I think, was one he said he didn't remember writing. Wow. I wish <laughs> I had that problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, remember making all this money. Well, <laughs> you know. Massive amounts of psychedelics to not remember. <laughs> right? You have to be all kind I, of like, I don't think he was doing psychedelics, but I don't, you know, I don't know his life. <laughs> uh but um, well, he's a prolific writer, so that probably means he was blackout drunk for like four weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, I was reading the Dark Tower, and I still don't get it. So <laughs> I read like maybe three of the books, and then I just had to give up. I was just like, "What's going on?" And I'm not going back to read the other ones. I'm too lazy. <laughs> Next, <laughs> yeah, Plus, his publisher was just like, "Oh fuck, we're running low on cash." Somebody grab a fucking barrel of gin and hand it to Stephen King and let him go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts, guys. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. You know, I give it, you know, I give uh, stuff a chance sometimes if I'm up to it. <laughs> Three books is more than a chance. Yeah, what up, Trick? Hey, what? what? Trick. <laughs> what up? What? You know what oh, it is. What? what did Tricky say to your your art cover from last week? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Oh, <laughs> uh, he just said walk is wild because he. <laughs> but I, I'm still gonna uh, send that a commission and. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I do have to send that Scoot out. You. <laughs> yeah. See, cocaine is hell of a drug. <laughs> Hey, Trick, you need your help, Pose. Oh. Uh, uh, Trick, does that mean you need me to buy it all off of you? <laughs> oh, God. Look at this, Trick. Trick, don't, don't open up that can of worms, Trick. Uh, I thought I, I well, you know, I gave it to him. I gave him examples of Crystal, what I wanted. He's, uh, I don't oh, know that. Oh, I, I don't know styles of drawing, guys. You know, you think I... Tricky saw my my drawing, the, the illustrious uh, walk book drawing. Yeah, we all saw it. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Please, please remind me. God. <laughs> the, the walk version of the drawing was almost <laughs> like a mashup of my five-year-old and and John Madden. Make sure I like the video, guys. The, <laughs> it did the look process, like a like. <laughs> And then he's going to get her like this. And then he's going to roll out and tackle the free safety. And then, you know, like, you know. I'm so they were like X's and O's and like 
arrows pointing everywhere too. Yeah. I mean, I can draw a makeshift one on this uh, post-it. No, <laughs> on, on no that's hand. okay. If it's as bad as everyone says, let's Digi not do that. Digital Senpais first, just to give uh, Miguel some time to come through. Uh, is there any indie book you'd like to see get adapted into a series or movie? Mm -hmm. We'll go with uh, Rock first. Mm, well, I just picked up a couple of these uh, just this week. A uh, couple of Silver Sables, number ones. The foil versions. Do so you want to see some Silver Sable action? Mm, I mean, I read it. I mean, I, I don't know much about the story, but it, besides the book I read, but I mean, I don't know. It seemed interesting. I mean, that's... I don't know. Is that indie? Silver Sable? Yeah. That's Marvel, I, right? I'm pretty no. Oh, isn't it? No. Silver Sable. I could have sworn that was Marvel. Is it? I thought it was indie. Marvel. Why did Why did I think it was Valiant for some reason? Never mind. Yeah, I'm thinking is yeah, I'm thinking is Marvel. I think I have the number one. It is Marvel, but that definitely does feel like. Oh. Uh, like looking at Silver Sable, who's the the like prominent female? Um, what up, Snatch? From is it Wildcats, uh, Wild Force, whatever? Uh, like one of the big Valiant team ups. Like they're written and and drawn very the same. I don't know. When I read it, I was like, "This is Valiant. I need to." I'll, obviously, I'm wrong. So, never yes. mind. <laughs> I just pass it on to somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about. I will right, we'll go with Wack. You know, I'll just pick the book that we re we reviewed last week. I'll go with Trans Metropo uh, Metropolitan. Trans Metropolitan. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I want to see some good cyberpunk and, and spacecrafts and different alien species or half-mod stuff. And it would be real trippy in, in 3D. So I'll go for that. Besides that, I guess, you know, something like a... Um, maybe like a noir book like Criminal or Femme Fatale just because of the fact that uh, you know, I haven't seen anything like that in a while. So, Spook City said Mandela Effect Rock? Nah, not the Mandela Effect. It was just my brain. It's defective. So I'll go with something like that. You know, I, I, either I super classic or something that's uh, you know, someone gets to, you know, doodle around in a green screen all day and, and they love being in, you know, Playing around I mean, and I, guess I, I guess I gotta always go to rock. I mean, that's a good standby. I got a whole short back. <laughs> Just trying to make money of that. <laughs> I literally have a whole short box I haven't read. Uh, what about you, Pose? Or name redacted, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I really like a lot of the things that um, Vault's got going on for some good, like, they're, uh, most of their recent stuff are like five or six issue shorts, but you could put together like a horror anthology show of like the Devil's Red Bride, which just wrapped up this week. You get like zombie vampire action. Um, one of the books that I was really excited to hear that just got announced for a show uh, is the Electric Black Presents uh, from Scout Comics. It's going to be an animated series. Like, imagine, like, animated Tales from the Crypt. Uh, that it's going to be like that. Um, but in terms of other things that I've read, 
we actually had this conversation um, with the first issue or the first book, second book that we talked about, the revival, um, where I think putting that together as not just like another zombie show, but I think this is when we talked about like the Grey's Anatomy model of television, where like every episode or two, you have a particular medical case that pops up what with joke? some kind of overall thread. Oh, like, I think the revival or other books like that that have several individual stories in a bigger shared universe will be fine. And I that's I feel like I have to say saga, but because if we don't say saga, then like we lose our cred for not naming the indie book that everybody knows. <laughs> We'll talk about saga one day. <laughs> you're right. You're you're right about that. I totally forgot about saga. Ah, <laughs> uh, what the dudes? How about Black Orchid? That was a decent one. You can drop your link. Uh, you're a mod now. Yeah, I second saga. That was a great story. I just want to know how it ends. Um. <laughs> You know, that cliffhanger at the end. Well, you know, that. <laughs> when Brian K. Vaughn on Instagram like two weeks ago was like, We're he's still got writing. all of Saga, bro. Yeah, tricky. I picked up all of Saga for a little over $200. First printing oh, in the all minty. And then just today. I picked up a fifth print number one for $30 on Mercari. That way, if I ever get the antsy need some quick cash uh, and sell a saga number one, then I got a backup one. But I don't think I would do that. Oh, God. <laughs> Y'all would kill me. Like, Hydra is yeah. like, you know, nine and a half, ten hours straight up I 35 for Hydra to come whoop my ass. Yeah, I'll come for you. <laughs> uh, what about you, Tori? Any uh, any book you'd like to see get adapted? Um, so I'm really behind with reading my comics, but if I saw one that I'd really want to get adapted, it would be Bone Parish. That was my favorite that I've read. I've and never read Bone Parish. Oh, or I have I. Really it. That would be a book in the the near future. That that book is insanely good. That's really? a really good call. Tor. Yeah, like it grasped me from the very first issue all the way to the last issue. Like I was hooked yeah. the entire time. Is um, that a vertigo? It's. Yo, Sticks. That's Image, no? That's Image? I thought it, sounds, it sounds like a vertigo title. <laughs> Just I, for me. Was, I could be wrong. Like I said, I never read the damn thing. I thought it was a Boom Studios. Even. Hey, could you win? Yeah. What up, fam? Like, if you get time to read it, I strongly suggest it. And then from there, if I was going for like a cartoon, I'd want like Red Sonia and Vampirella for, with uh, Betty and Veronica. I'd watch that as of like a cartoon. That's its own little. Yeah. Remember, if I want to enter to win uh, <laughs> the comic book giveaway, uh, go ahead and go back to the last podcast from last week. I'm going to drop the link here uh, in a little bit and just comment and like so I can enter you guys to, to win those books. And I'm really surprised in this era of everybody, like 
comics are hot properties for people to option in all of this streaming era that everybody can create a service. I'm shocked that either nobody has come <laughs> for, for the rights to option Vampirella Red Sonia or that um, like Dynamite has said no because I think there's a big enough following that oh, that yeah. shit would get like that is a show that if you were launching your own new platform uh, for streaming stuff, that that like, you know, Mandalorian would be a reason for people to sign up for Disney plus would be a reason to sign up for that service. Oh yeah. Mm, I don't think vamp has the, uh, the widespread appeal that star Wars does though. Yeah. And Disney would never touch. Yeah. But I mean, it would have to be an established stuff. You wouldn't you wouldn't base on a brand new streaming well, really service based down, on that. In a way, Disney touches everything because they're in the top four percent of companies that run everything, anyways. Yes, but Ew. Disney doesn't <laughs> touch naked vampire bitches doing people and eating people or sucking blood shit like that. Don't put it past that. Would be like a, that would be like an HBO Max or like an Amazon type thing, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I, I watched some type of uh, interview or some type of comic book history of Vampirella, and I still don't get it. <laughs> like, you'd have to really hash it out. I mean, I just think she's a cover queen. Like, I like the covers and stuff, but um, and I've read like maybe a, a couple of issues here or there, but like I don't really follow with the whole uh, mythos of uh, Vampirella, but. I mean, she's popular, so you know, if somebody could hammer down the story correctly, I think uh, it it would play on. Yeah, make sure yeah. to stub each other up. Y'all are content creators, you know. Give each other the follow. Give each other the the comment. Check y'all stuff out. A lot of people here I know make content, like Ohio uh, and River Sticks. So iconic odd, you know. Check each other out, Crystal as well. See, yeah, I thought Ohio, you are a metal detecting guy. I love watching. Yeah, shit on hi everyone in the chat. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm I'm a shitty metal detector. I've only got a Garrett Ace 250. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, he does. <laughs> but you know, no one said the big one, Spawn. We should try Spawn out. <laughs> oh, my it, well, it existed Spawn. already. I ain't gonna know. Yeah, issues. they already yeah. tried and failed. I know because my Hold uncle. On. Hold on. That was a good movie. What are you talking about? What? That's a classic. A classic piece of shit. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I know because my uncle worked with Todd on the fucking movie. What? Oh, my God. You're so lucky, bro. <laughs> you know, yeah, he got, he got Bond 1 through 70 as a production gift from him. Oh, nice. You yeah. could use a reboot. I'm saying. Maybe <laughs> even a, a cartoon, you know? The cartoon was lit, too. Did you see the HBO one? The cartoon was good. Like, I don't know. Everything spawns great to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think maybe if if there are concerns with Vampirella, Red Sonia would be something I think I, you could Chris. launch around because Red Sonia has existed across properties, right? Was Red yeah. Sonia Marvel in her introduction? Sup, Envy? I mean, wasn't she in Conan too? Or wasn't there Red Sonia before Conan? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got some people that like Spawn in the chat. That movie was good. 
Yeah, it was good. But Sonya first appearance was in Conan. Oh, Miguel. Hey, yeah. whatever, bro. Oh, <laughs> hey, Space Windu, what's up? Let me mod you up, bro. Thank you, thank you. I heard you guys, and I had to go pull out what I want to get options. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Dude, John Leguizamo is the fucking clown. Come on. That was lit. Dude, I want this to get options. He was oh, much better. Look, speaking of pestilence, John Leguizamo was much better in the pest. <laughs> <laughs> the pest. What is that one about? I mean, I am still unsure about that. Well, one. see, this is because I'm a big time like zombie fan, and I love a lot of zombie stories. And everything is already like played out. Like everything is like, you know, like you wake up one day and then everything is going to shit and blah blah blah, right? Mm -hmm. But on this one, it's medieval time, right? And it's pretty cool because you know it's around the Black Plague, and um, instead of being the Black Plague, I think that's what's the that's what's the virus that spread. Right, and everybody became zombies, and like the Vatican is holding secrets. And then there's this night, dude, that ends up like they got to get to the Pope, right? And once he gets to the Pope, like he finds out the truth, and then because I don't want to kill the story, and then after finding out the truth, well, they, you know, the Vatican turns their back on him and shit like that. So it's it's kind of crazy. It's you know what I'm saying. It's kind of like medieval times, and it's. Kind of like, you know, like uh, a zombie epidemic kind of type world, but it's like, you know, it's, it's not the same usual sh you see on the on the radio. Okay. But yeah, I really fell in love with this story, dude. I, I picked up the first one through six, and then, um, well, bullshit you not, I, I, I won issue one on like a comic time box. I don't remember what, what mystery box I got it from, but the story was so cool that I found two through six, and then I went and found, I picked up one through five of Pestilence, a story of Satan, so it's like a- And that's Aftershock? Yeah, dude. Damn Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a big old like mystery of why, you know what I'm saying? Like why the plague started and it was, you know, it was the Black Plague, you know, and it, but it wasn't. It was like a zombie apocalypse and it was a really good story, dude. Like I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I've been beating that book and whenever you guys read it, tell me what y'all think. Yeah, make sure to add odd. It's got killer stuff. It's a dope rad story. Oh, yeah, someone I, someone believed you. What the deuce? All right, now we can get into now that you're here, Miguel. Uh we'll wait for poser. Oh, uh, thanks. What the deuce? Thanks, thanks, brother. Yeah, dude. It mm -hmm. was a it was a bad story. I heard it was gonna get option, bro. And um um dude, I was so hyped on this story that I even sent a book to get graded. It came out of nine eight. Oh and nice. I, and I put it in a mystery box. That's how hyped I was in the story because you know you want to pass that karma on to others, right? And Poser was the one that picked up that mystery box because he ended up texting Mike <laughs> like, hey, dude, I got a slab. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I don't get it, Miguel. You want to pass on the story and yet you send them a slab. Well, yeah, dude, because on the slab it said first appearance of all the characters. And, I mean, I have my copy. I'm, not <laughs> I'm just I saying you want to pass one. on the story, but you said the slab <laughs> that they can't read. 
Yeah, I know, I know. But I just <laughs> want them, I kind of felt like I wanted them to see the hype of the slab and then make them go get the story. Probably that's what I was feeling at the moment. <laughs> like, it's only like right it's... now that you meet me. You said it this way, Brock. You kind of have a good point. Sorry, Probably I just didn't understand. No. I'm sure you, it made sense at the time. You know, let's, which, uh, <laughs> let's get on topic, guy. Right? Department of Truth, uh, just off the bat, what, what did y'all think about the first five issues? Dude, I like, I, the, I, I like the first issue. Oh, no, I like somebody go. My bad. All right, go ahead, Tori. I loved it. Loved, I absolutely loved all five of them, and I want more and wish that there was more, and I'm very impatient. <laughs> I'm still right, trying right. to figure it out. Uh, you know, they go through an era of, of conspiracy, so they're saying like the 80s was like the devil. Um, I don't really understand the 60s and the 70s. It was like uh, Lee Harvey Oswald is like a patsy, and he's still alive, which is, and he runs the Department of Truth. <laughs> That's what I'm, but you know, I'm still trying to figure it out. You got this girl with X's in her eyes. Are they crosses or X's? Uh, they're just taped X's. All right. Hey, don't don't tell me you believe in the magic bullet one. I don't know any of. I don't. I. You know what? The the whole. Uh, um, Back into the left. Yeah. The whole. Back uh, into the left. You know, the whole uh, mystery <laughs> bullet thing and, and John F. Kennedy's assassination. I really have not oh, uh, went down that, that rabbit hole. I have, I have never really gone me down too, that path. So whatever you guys want to tell me, you guys could, <laughs> you know, inc uh, teach me. Because I, I do not, I've never been down that hole. Just that. Yeah, I'll say for me, the first four issues uh, sucked major ass. And uh, then the fifth issue, towards the end, I was like, okay, I like where this is going. But if I was buying this book, I wouldn't have bought it past the first issue. I wouldn't have kept buying. That's just oh. me. Fucking unsubscribed. Uh, Wait, you didn't like the cliffhanger with Harvey Oswald at the end of issue one? Oh, I mean, that was nice. But I'm like, I'm not going to like jizz all over one page. You know what I mean? No, I know. Jeez, <laughs> well, you must have a great spread if you can jizz over multiples. You're damn right. Stop buying books from Hydra because they have <laughs> nine eight extra white pages. No, those are key. Those are keepers. Come on. Um, see, I I disagree uh, that about the first one being bad. Um, like I think this book being kind of frenetic in focusing on a different oh, conspiracy theory in word. each book. What? what happened, I said you took my fucking word. I was going to use the word frenetic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, focusing on a different conspiracy theory each book kind of turned me off just a little bit. But, like, as someone who I will not say I am a devout follower of all things conspiracy theory, You're but as someone who is in the world of coaching debate where you want to look for counter truths. And then as someone who teaches government where everybody in their pet asshole will ask you about some conspiracy theory, you got to you know stay up with them where I think this book is good 
is that it dabbles in conspiracy theories for the first four issues that people are familiar with, right? That in number one, we get a little bit of the JFK conspiracy, but mostly flat earthers. In number two, we get that real big, um, like satanic preschool thread. In book three, we get false flags and school shootings. And right in book four, we're even getting reference or no, four or five, we're getting references to current shit with like QAnon and that kind of stuff. And I think where this series takes a really, really big turn in book five, especially by setting up again, the woman with the black, uh, the X's over her eyes, the notion of the black hat is this philosophical question of who who really should get to have control over what the truth is and if all of this is a really a question of the kind of stuff that we perceive right you're not going to tell me that i'm seeing things incorrectly if i perceive it then there is a justifiable reason why that may be some kind of truth to me uh and i really like that dialogue between Uh, the new agent and black hat in issue number five, like this made me go like, holy shit, they can now deep dive into anything to play with uh, any conspiracy theory and play with this notion of like, is an, is a group like QAnon bad because they feed their supporters a particular version of the truth. And if that's true, is a group like the Department of Truth or people who want to hold up like historical facts or like scientific knowledge, are those people equally as kind of bad because they're going, no, 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 you got to come correct and look at it this way. Yeah, well, that's the thing about the, like skipping ahead when when the fifth book uh, fleshes out the the black hat, the black hats more, right? So they get fleshed out more. And I'm leaning on their side, right? Like the people should know, period. Uh, and what happens after that? Well, so be it, right? That's definitely where I fall into instead of like Department of Truth saying, you know, picking and choosing what is reality and what isn't, right? So I would I would be the person going to the ice wall. You know what I mean? Like that would be me 100%. I wouldn't be trying to hide the truth or nothing. I would be like, everyone should know, period no matter the 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 chaos that may ensue afterwards you know what i mean yeah well this yeah. is all just you know they're just making what you know what the 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 group the black hat you know they're just trying to feed you certain stories and make it a reality because in this world that is that's being written um on oh, in this world yeah it's like yeah. Major yeah. like uh, majority rules, like you said, which I agree. Majority should rule. That's majority. Uh, uh, doesn't make sense for a minority rule because well, that's minority. You know what well, I mean? This is you know this is just thoughts and and how they get embedded into people's heads, and if they're real or not, you know. Um, yeah. And that's what you know. I mean, you know, thoughts are what 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 drives our our thinking too, because you know we can't think outside of the words okay. that, that are written. It's like you know, that whole, this is not a pipe thing where like, it's just trying to tell you that, yeah. you know, you're, you're basically the, what you're reading is 
only acceptable because everyone else believes like this is this, you know, you know, and, and that goes with everything, you know, before people use sand dollars and that was currency. And now you give me a, a sand dollar and that, that means shit to me, you know, that just, you found something on the, on the, I mean, you know, it's still life. worth a dollar though. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, pancake, do silver dollar pancakes then, you know, you use that as currency. I mean, it could feed you, but I mean, you know, it just, Actually, it's all based on a dollar pancakes probably cost more than a dollar now. <laughs> Ooh, sit on river sticks as quote for a second. Where's that? Uh, you, you? No, before that reality. No, <laughs> no, no, reality. no. Like they're talking that about is... this. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, there. Basically, the the reason I was so uh, I was so excited about the first book is because they basically allude, not alluded, but basically said that if you believe it, it will it will manifest, and they totally abandoned that. I mean, when you look at the end, uh, the end of uh, you know the first book, and you see the literal end of the world, and they're just like, this isn't. I mean, this isn't the truth, but people who believe this made it made it manifest essentially and i i don't know why they went away from that and they just delved into random conspiracies flashing back going with these just random characters and fleshing them out for like half a fucking book and then going back to the going back to the current times and then it, it was just it was haphazard writing it was all over the fucking place but i'm wondering it really pissed me off, off of book number five and the conversation that's had like i think Styx's quote is is a good one from both uh an academic perspective in both questions of communication and philosophy right uh there is like the driving theory that controls communication scholarship is the saper warp hypothesis that language controls perception and perception creates your reality so the argument is right? We speak our truth. We speak what we see into the world. And it is hard for people to remove the blinders, right? To, to change the way that we look. And I get your problem with them hopping from that so early in the book. But I think in book five, there's a very good, like that theme comes back very, very much heavy handed in the conversation with, with the black hat that these people are going to say and believe these things. This is the world they see. Who are you to tell them that you, they're 100% wrong? Mm -hmm. Well, empirical facts normally dictate what I believe. Agreed, G-Spot. Yeah, but, and I'm not saying you're wrong there, but I think that's the argument that um, some of it, like the question that plays itself out in book five is what if your empirical facts oh, yeah. are also an illusion, right? Because that's what the department of truth is seeking to uphold, right? They want to control facts and empirics for you to um, determine what is, is fully normal. I and did like how they were going against the, the, the media uh, in that respect in book four. Yeah. Because the media is really what dictates the whole narrative, mm -hmm. or, or mainstream media, I should say. Yeah. 
One, I see what Kumi says about this book leaning leaning left and being anti-right. But if you look at book number five, book number five is where it becomes a little bit more balanced, right? Like, who am I to I tell a like, QAnon yeah, supporter? That's, that's why I up? said book five is when it gets good. <laughs> yeah. It's like a lesser so like, of two evils. Like, they're both the same thing, but you're picking a lesser of two evils ultimately in the end is pretty much what he told them. Like, yeah. you were told if you go this way, it's wrong, but at the same time, you still ended up with blood on your hands. Yeah. Everything is propaganda. Yeah, Nothing right. is it's... real. Right. So, and right, everything is disinformation. And I think that becomes kind of interesting that for, I am liberal as sin, right? I am, you know, reasonably far to the left with as long as you can tell me how we pay for shit. Like, that's my political leanings. But I fully agree with people like, I won't necessarily a hundred percent back people who are like, yeah, a deep state is real. A deep state exists, but I'm not of the mental capacity to also go. I think you're fucking wrong. Like department of truth, man. Well, I mean, the, the funny thing is though, like in book four, like the, basically on the opening, they were like, Oh, ever since Gutenberg, Everything that's been written or published uh, as news is basically capitalism. Yeah. Sensationalism, essentially, just to sell and perpetuate everything more to just make more money. Mm -hmm. And it's being controlled by whomever who wants to make more money. They said right there in book four, it was like, this guy, the guy who owns his paper is a billionaire. You don't think his fucking agenda crosses anybody's mind when they publish no. yeah and i mean i think that's capital t true right uh of all media right mainstream media is concerned with corporate sponsors right they're concerned with ads commercial time all of that stuff but then you look uh for anybody who exists to the left or to the right that wants to do reporting they're still worried about not being too extreme that they can't find someone to sponsor them, right? Like Alex Jones got all of his money and was able to promote his beliefs because he found people that he could like market those supplements and all of the random shit that he would market. Like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And if he did something to lose that, right, then... He loses a spot for his views. Um, God damn it. I'm trying to think of. There was a book that I read about race. Uh, and there was a guy that basically hosted like a white supremacist podcast. And he was like, I don't believe any of this shit, but I am making a hand over fist and money because I've got sponsors who will let me be on the air to espouse these things that people believe are true. And I think, you know, if you want to play with this idea of finding the truth somewhere, um, follow the money, right? Left, right, up, down, you know, socialist, Nazi, uh, Democrat, Republican, all of these points of view 
pushed through the media, both through traditional or non-traditional forms, are going to have to worry about money, right? They have to cover that overhead to do things. So they'll say and do shit to justify their their ability to be able to do that. Hey, thank you, Darth. I'm out of you up. It also deals with, you know, mainstream, I guess. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, someone can espouse their, or, you know, say what they want and, you know, get no followers. But they want to, you know, they want to get the, the views, the clicks. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's all. And now with the. Uh, with how our media is now social media, I mean, everything. I mean, YouTube, I, I say I like comics, and now all on my Instagram is nothing but, you, you know, comic this, comic that. Uh, YouTube's just like that. I mean, you know, I think it's been mainstream, or it could be mainstream, but it also could be niche. Uh, is that niche, niche-wise? Yeah, or niche? anything yeah. niche. Yeah, because it just... Unfortunately, it just finds you and it just traps you in there for more clicks and stuff. I mean, even stuff that's not factual are just like, you know, just, I mean, I mean, what did I just see? Because one of my friends yeah. put, put up that like in, uh, in, uh, in like now they're trying to make uh, breast milk. You can't say that because it's, uh, you know, um, derogatory to trans uh trans people and i'm just like is what? it is it yeah i mean see 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 that article bit on you and, and if you guys are getting those articles it's like it just shows up but then when when i ask somebody to give me what what hospital what place what what told it that what you know, and then you realize that not all, I mean, you, you know, we've dealt with the COVID virus. So we know that not all, not every uh, hospital practices the same thing. Somebody says there's a ventilator. Somebody says this, you know, these are private facilities. So what, you know, it, what, what my friend was trying to, trying to tell me was that like, it's happening. Everybody's doing this. I'm like, but what, I mean, aren't, isn't, isn't breast? Isn't that a medical term? I mean, yeah. you know, and then I, I mean, men have boobs. <laughs> you know, you can have male boobs and or you know, male breast or whatever. You know, there's male breast reduction. I don't know when chest becomes a a breast, but <laughs> I just was like, isn't that a medical? Isn't that a yeah. medical term? Doesn't that just doesn't that well, mean this or that? Uh, I mean, you can tell me. I, I am not a anatomy so man, female, and, and you see them going after that shit all the time. The here's a sentence that I never thought would ever leave my mouth, <laughs> but here it goes. Cancel here. Fred Durst once eloquently said, It's <laughs> all about the he said, she said bullshit. Correct. <laughs> right? But people, yeah, people are making this reality, you know. And whatever. like, I think that becomes some of the, the, the broader point that you know i like this book because as much as i love to dive down any rabbit hole you know rock says my truth comes from empirics and facts and and science and these <laughs> things right yeah uh, i don't disagree with that perspective but i love to dive down these what if rabbit holes 
And I think opening your mind to the possibility that there could be some truth between these, right? That the truth is not a hundred percent black or white, that it exists in some kind of shade of gray that I think, you know, the battle then becomes from the two sides to control information, to control the perspective, to persuade people that they are, you know, a hundred percent correct. And I think that comes with ad dollars, media buys to give you a bigger bully pulpit or a microphone, right? Like Fox news gets demonized as, as being the voice of the Trump, right? That everybody started calling Fox News state-owned media. You know, those are rolling back full circle from the first episode. Dude, uh, I, if I if but, I were able to choose right now for who won the comic, I would I would totally choose that. Thanks, Fred Durst line. Yeah. <laughs> Fred Durst. It's all about Mike. <laughs> I, I think that's true, right? That. Thank you. Looking, <laughs> we've talked about you know money in media, but politics in media is the same thing, right? That uh, it's all the, about influence. The media is media. more liberal. That there are more mainstream liberal media outlets than conservative, uh, but we are more likely to demonize like to the right media outlets than to the left, right? Like when the Wall Street Journal or Fox News would defend anything did right? The left would come for them hard. MSNBC is essentially the liberal equivalent of Fox News, but you don't see people, you know, coming with torches and pitchforks for Rachel Maddow, which is, you know, the liberals, Tucker Carlson, but I don't know if I've ever seen her wear a bow Oh, that's right? really hating on Rachel Maddow there. But, like, that's because Maddow sucks. more facts than he does, you know, in my liberal thought bubble. But like, I mean, I don't really, I don't really. There are some of those elements too that when we think about politics, right? The money is also influential based either who's in power. So the the Trump administration empowered a bunch of people who thought they were voiceless for a long period of time, which awoken a new sector of media getting new donations that existed simply because of the political culture. And then when things pivot back to the left, right, as we saw, you know, the rise of like Biden is a center left progressive, much like Bill Clinton was. But when we see the rise of people like Bernie Sanders, AOC, right, the rise of like this democratic socialist uh, philosophy, you are seeing more money being given to these platforms to to make their truths more notable. Yeah, Snatchface, you're right there. But I think like in in terms of trying to find what's true now, we're fucked because everything is either controlled <laughs> via a political lens, an ideological lens, a corporate lens that uh, <laughs> Didn't know Limp Biscuit never broke up to require a union tour? Yeah, Wes, Wes Borland left the band because he found Jesus. And they replaced him. I thought so, they broke up all the way, but I guess I was hashtag, wrong. Hashtag, hashtag, give me OG Wes. Hashtag my way. But, like, <laughs> no, what, Deuce, you're also right with foreign news. Foreign news is wild that I teach 
international relations and comparative politics to like 16, 17 and 18 year old kids. So to show them like Russia today, to show them things from like Xinhua in China, uh, to show them some of the Turkish and Indian <laughs> news CNN. stuff. No, fuck CNN. <laughs> Welcome to CNN. Tonight I am your host, Don Lemon. Don't say that. Don't say that again. <laughs> I am outraged by what's going on. But here's where I'm going to do the shit that I'm mad at. I'm just trying to get everybody's comments and that. Yeah, but no, like I think like the 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 chat is bringing up big things as well, and I think that's oh, where this this book does a great job, and we can do what Snatchface said about bringing this back to comics. <laughs> this comic has become so disorienting. <laughs> Don't let it. Damn you, Snatch. Did he do it twice? Yeah. It's my boy. Man. Uh, but, like, this comic is so disorienting from a storytelling and an art perspective that if you just kind of buy into the way that they're trying to tell the story, then, I mean, you know, look at the art. maybe you can, oh, you know, ah, 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 open your third eye. Like, I got into a big argument with Dustin from Two Brothers Comics uh, because he absolutely hated the first book because of the art. But when I you can get look behind that, of, it's a hit or miss. But I think the intent to this is to create art that is jarring to the reader. <clears throat> because if you think about this new guy who is being uh, brought into the Department of Truth, right? His world is being fucking rocked right? That everything that he understands is wrong. So if the art is getting you uncomfortable from a perspective portion, right? That you can't focus or sense what's going on. That's your way to feel a little bit about what he's going through. I'm reading it a little. That's why I like this cluster. Like this we'll just all looks look at like... each other at the end of the day and yeah. be like, fuck you. But this reminds I mean, me of, of a little bit of uh, the art artwork in uh, Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, like the mm -hmm. the book the book cover. If you look up at the convention, that just looks like he's at one of those conventions for uh, for whatever he was doing. I think he was doing like a sports journalism stuff, and yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't have my, a book my in my life, so I don't know about these letters, like because to me it was very hard to read this shit. It was so small, and sh and it was like ugh. Well, my that's because you're reading it on your uh, hentai porn reading site. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it, <laughs> if you is the book, book like, the, I the lettering, I think, actually works in terms of, like, actual conversations versus somebody trying to tell the story of an event. So I think those those the jarring difference in the text is this guy who is so fucked up yes, because dude. what is down is up, right? And everything is different now. Oh, Ralph, uh, Ralph Stedman is the artist, he says. Yeah. The fear and loathing guy. Sorry. But like, I like it. And I think it does that disorientation. And if you read every single book, right, they don't use the same kind of disruptive fuck with your brain art throughout every book as much as they do in number one. 
Agreed, but dude. in those moments, like, is it book three that's the school shootings false flag book? Yes. Yeah. When yes. you get to that two-page spread where you kind of see the woman whose son was a victim of a school shooting kind of have her descent into madness from going like, he is dead. He was killed into school to, holy shit, my son might have been a crisis actor. Is he still alive? That is one of my favorite two-page spreads that I've read from anything in the last year. Because it uses a mixture of like things that will draw you into an argument, but also stuff that creates that same cognitive dissonance that that woman is going through, just like the new agent is going through in book one. Hey, how many times have I said I could dust Pelosi, bro, with one punch, bro? You would clap Pelosi's cheeks. You're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> hey, she wouldn't be able to handle me, right? Hey, what up, sleep? Hey, so Kumi, Kumi says, okay, who believes in me? All right, yes, so just, but just a quick that, question because of the panel. Just a quick question. Uh, I guess it's, I guess the question goes out to everybody. Uh, who here believes the moon landing happened? Yes or no? Uh yes, yeah, it happened. There are mirrors on the fucking gonna... on the moon right now that you could bounce a fucking high powered laser off that were put there by man. I, I was thinking that they were gonna get into like the dark side of the moon type shit in this book later on. Probably it's called lunarscaping. Uh so. My honest perspective is the moon landing happened, but the one that we see is not the actual moon landing, and that one is televised. Yeah, the first one's bullshit, in my opinion. But it really did happen, and you're not meant to see what truly happened on the moon, and that's why you don't get to see it. I think I agree. I think I agree with Tori on that one, because think of what else was going on in domestic politics and worrying about the space race at the time the moon landing was announced. And so was it was trying to be the first ones to truly land on the moon. <laughs> yeah, like it happened it conveniently at the right time. Run. So, you know, was it filmed in a in a studio where uh, some fucking sci-fi dude directed it? Maybe. Have yeah. we actually landed on the moon? <laughs> Probably. Like one of those. Like it's not black or white. Like I think Tori's statement is perfect. Right. That if you want to believe the DOT, it was Stanley Kubrick. It, it might be. <laughs> I can't let you do that, Dave. But you got to think, we've never been back either, you guys. Probably because like, it's a desolate piece back. of shit with no value. Well, they also well, said the, the value, value is that we there scared the fuck out of us so bad that we're like, you know what? We ain't fucking playing with that how no many, more. How many times have they said that the, the technology doesn't exist anymore? Like... They, well, NASA said that countless times already. They're trying to set us up what? to go to Mars, but we ain't trying to go back to the moon. Think about that. Yeah, they went, they went to the moon is, is twofold. Number one, uh, it's full of helium-3, which is a fuel source that could be used for deep space, space travel. And number two, a lot of people say that you need to build spacecraft A that gets from Earth to the moon, and then spacecraft B that gets you from Mars to deep space. How is helium useful in deep space travel? It's an inert gas. Californication. Helium three. Oh, well, that's a little bit different. I said I was not aware of you said helium. No, I yeah, said helium. Helium three. three. I I read so much shit yeah, about I heard space. The, I heard the three. 
Yeah. Which they did find water on the moon just recently. So that's another resource they're trying to to gather up. And speaking of, in this talking about the the moon, is it or is it not useful? Everybody should watch the movie Moon starring Sam Rockwell. Because I think that is one of the most brilliant films that I've ever seen. And it's about a dude who's running a colony on the moon. And if I tell you more than that, it spoils the entire fucking movie. But yeah, I love awesome. Stan Rock. Uh, so you you can tell us Moon is a story about a dude on the moon. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> California. Excellent synopsis. Californication by uh, Ray Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, I don't Everybody know. Suggestion. <laughs> Deuce. Flat Earth theory is the o- might be one of the only conspiracy theories, <laughs> aside from those douchebags that are Holocaust deniers. Like those people can fuck off. Uh, but Flat Earth is one of those things that I think I would die on the hill of that shit is demonstrably false. Yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't understand. As the flat someone Earth. who's been in the air and can see the curvature of the Earth, I can tell you it. It is false. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my 15-hour flight from LAX to fucking Sydney didn't have a fucking projector yeah. pointed outside my fucking window the whole entire time. <laughs> I love that the chat is like, yes, I have seen Moon. It's good. That's validating to me. <laughs> so if you like Sam Rockwell and Moon, then you should go watch another Sam Rockwell movie, Choke, okay. which is based off of a Chuck Palahniuk movie. So uh, is it about a dude who gets choked? It's about a dude who is a chronic masturbator. Oh, and, okay. No, That's, he's a sex addict. No. I think I've read that book. There's Choke yeah. 1 and Choke 2. Yeah. So main character... Correct? Yes. yes. Chuck Palahniuk, yeah. yeah. So Choke is... Oh, Chuck Palahniuk, okay. The, the main character will go to restaurants and fake choke on food uh, so people can save him to give them the god complex. And his best friend is a chronic masturbator. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Love that. And books and, and movie is good. And he so works it's like at, uh... Tuesdays with Maury with boners? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, with boners and different mental health issues. Oh, sorry. Okay, my bad. And then he also what, what else? he works at a uh, like a renaissance not a renaissance fair. What do you call it? Like a Wait, yeah, but it's like a renaissance settlers. festival like theme park thing. Like no, early like settlers, medieval times. settlers, settlers. I think. No, it's like if you go to one of those like historical experience parks. Oh, like you're okay, gonna go watch it. someone pan for gold and churn like, butter. Give me ye yeah, old turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. They have to be in action. <laughs> Solid masturbation spec. They have to be on 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 top. What do you call it? On. They gotta be on the whole time, like they're settlers. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's about the Earth being flat. Like, who gives a fuck? Uh, it's about uh, us having purpose, basically. You know, basically putting a a reason to our existence instead of just being the fact that we are just some random fucks that don't matter. And we're just gonna die off, and again, not matter to the universe in what and in any way, whatsoever. So okay. I feel like most flat earthers, 
believe in the flat earth theory just because, uh, you know, it gives them purpose, you know, it because in order for the flat earth to be a thing, everything else needs to come with it. So uh, it can't well, exist without, uh, you know, the, the firmament and all that other shit that they talk about. Like, basically, like we were put here by someone or something and it goes off from there give giving everything a purpose basically you know yeah well you know that's why a lot of you know that's what a lot of stories that people read i mean do you think there are more conspiracy theorists out there now than there has ever been in america yes because there's more right disinformation on. now well, well no there's more there's more yeah. ways to question everything uh, instead of just taking one one fucks random you know facts and just saying, okay, well, that's fact. Why should I question him or where he comes from? You know, like yeah, now it's just like fuck now saying the exact same thing. Yeah, and you should, and everybody as an individual should question all of them and everyone around them. You know, that's why I think yeah, conspiracy is that, that all the censorship is going on for everything. What happened? With all the censorship of information, do you guys feel that's fair? And that it no, is. That's true. I don't believe in censorship at all. I don't. I don't know if information is censored. They just throw so much information at you that you're just like. No, there's censored information. Out oh, there. there's definitely censorship. All kinds of censorship. Okay, maybe there's censorship, but I mean, do you have time to read everything? Because it seems like they're just putting. For every truth, there's like so many counter arguments against it, and then it, oh, it yeah. could go from right to left. You know, it could. It can go north, south, east, west. You know, it'll hit you from all directions. But how so much I of think it is truly the same information because it's all owned by the same company? That's what I was getting at earlier with one company owning so much of everything that it's controlling yeah. all of your information <laughs> from all of its sources. I we get down to the crux of the matter, though. Truth is is a is a malleable like concept. Truth has nothing to do with facts. It has to do with perception. Yeah. Like, the only instance where I'll defend censorship, and I might be the unpopular voice on this one, but if a viewpoint has led to, like, actual material harm against someone or something, like, I'm okay with it in that instance. But in in other in other instances, like I think for as liberal as I am, I will agree that the court of public opinion acts way too quickly to offer their just like their judgments on anything. And yeah, I blame Twitter. Like, well, it's it's oh, all it, it's all, I don't believe in censorship. I got banned, so fucking. <laughs> But it's, it's all media and social media, right, that you say something like there are things that are downright objectionable that I will defend that you should be censored for, right? If you are racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, right? If you are doing anything where you're like this group of people shouldn't exist or should die – Fuck you, you should be censored, right? That's not yeah. a question of truth. You are denying We should be humane enough to censor ourselves, though, is what it ultimately yeah. boils down to. I mean, I believe that as long as you're not hurting anybody physically, I could care less about your feelings. Uh, if, yeah. if people want to hate, they should have the freedom to hate. Like, that is the whole point of freedom. 
So that's, well, that's my stance. The court says, right? You know what I mean? Court in the Snyder versus Phelps decision, which was the Westboro Baptist Church, the God Hates Banks people protesting yeah. military funerals, they upheld the right of the Westboro Baptist Church to protest on 9 0. And they were like, just because you don't like the message doesn't mean you can censor the speaker. Because right? that was nonviolent and it wasn't it wasn't right. trying to engender people towards their own views. Yeah. So I think that's where if something violates, there's this uh, doctrine in in constitutional law known as the fighting words doctrine. Yeah. And that's what uh, like if you've paid attention to the first three days of the um, impeachment trial of Trump, the second. God no. That's what the Democrats and their the Democrats and the Republicans who have signed on and their lawyers uh, are using the fighting words doctrine to say that your language has been directly responsible for inciting violence. That's the kind of shit that I think, if not outright censored, should be put on some kind of cooling off. Like, I should have the right, like, Snatch Face is right. I should have the right to tell everybody to fuck off, right? So if yeah. I wanted to look at the panel and be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, I'm I'd out. be like, I'm not the cool one, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm definitely cool. everybody but Tori. I don't know Tori well enough <laughs> to say fuck you, but everything that Tori has been so tonight, I've been like... <laughs> We, we we need to hook up. We need to talk about shit because we, we seem like we're on the same page about some stuff. But I'm definitely like... He's married. I am not <laughs> on I'm a left or I'm a right because I think the whole motherfucking system just needs overturned, like I said. It's just all corrupt all throughout either side. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day... All just has could, a big play on how they yeah, want. Yeah, at the end of the day, I, I would obviously lean more right, uh, but... At the end end of the day, I would say that in order for everything to, to revert back to the way it should be, like a natural human existence, uh, I'm talking like straight up, like, uh, you know, dark age shit. You know what I mean? Like, re- just revert back type of shit, you know? like but we go all back to hunter-gatherer slash agrarian yeah. society where we yeah, barter with the land. Cloths basic morale, yeah. man. Like, yeah, just yeah. or just fucking lost, and people just don't have basic or, things that they used to. And or people uh, just live, you like, know what I mean? Like, community and goodness, and just living and coming together that you used to have. Well, where, like, well, you, you have know, that you option. Know, you raised a child, you guys cared for their neighbor, you helped one another out, like, you guys worked as a community to make everything work, and we don't have that anymore. Instead, it's all full of greed and this and that, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, like see, look at well, uh, Kaiju's. Uh, Kaiju's. I second that. Well, hey. unfortunately, the rise of the internet has given people disproportionate value to their own voice. They think everyone wants to know what they're thinking, what they're feeling. They give it, give them, it gives them a sense of entitlement. Oh, my voice counts. Yes, it does, but not as much as you think. Yeah, and you know, censorship is just. I mean, you know, everyone thinks they're censoring something, you know, that's just. And then what happens usually is that they're the ones that get censored. 
I mean, you know, just because you you want to censor somebody doesn't mean it, it it's going to happen to to you know is it going to happen like, for the person you want to get censored? You know, eventually they'll they'll try to turn it on you. And we should actively be against censorship. I mean, if somebody's saying something dumb, let them say it and run out of their breath. They'll tire out. I mean, Again, as long as no one's getting hurt. Well, like even the same off of what Rock was saying, okay, if your voice doesn't matter that much on the internet, then why the fuck are we censoring any of it? Well, there's a case, well, you know, um, where I'm at uh, in Berkeley. I mean, you know, anytime, um, what's that, Milo something? You know, Neonopolis and, and yeah. our, our Ben Shapiro or, or one of them try to show up. I mean, the kids are at arms and, you know, it's just, you know, they want to attack this person and, 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 and try to give them some, some type of talking point. But I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, you just, you allow free speech. I'll, I'll allow free speech because, you know, you know that's what a lot of people have have died for in this country, and and um, it's free speech. I mean, we should everyone should have free speech, even if they're not in America. But it ain't like that, sadly. Yeah. You know, so well, that's why. That Department of Truth, it's talking about censorship on either side, whether it's the black hats or the Department of Truth. Either one of yeah, doing yeah, they're basically censoring conspiracies, right? They pick and choose what goes out into the world. Like, that's what I don't, with. just because they're like, oh, you know, this can cause chaos, this can blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm all about tearing down the function, you know? So uh, that's why I go with the black hats, even though, like you said, they can create something and if it picks up traction, it becomes a majority and it could have been a lie at first and then it becomes reality. Uh, again, it it's up to the people. Like, that's why I leave it up to the people. If they want to believe in it, they should have the freedom to, you know. So, well, yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna. It, that's what I was gonna tell you. And to bring it to back to what Poser was saying, you know how um, something something should. It's not that it should, but something does get censorship. Like I'll tell you this: like, how many people did not believe? And I don't know if y'all heard it from Walk, Hydra, Tori, uh, Rock, uh, Poser. I'm gonna ask you guys personally: how many people that you talked on the side told you that we were gonna have a civil war? I had a couple people that kept telling me, and I was like, "Look, bro, I believe some of the shit you're talking about, but not all that shit, bro. Not, not civil war stuff. Yeah. Oh, you gotta believe me. We're gonna go down this. Uh, look, bro. No, I, I don't. I don't think that we're at that point of stage. Look, bro. Like it's not there yet. Like, and I'm trying to. Yeah, but no, 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 we're going straight to it. You got to understand what I'm seeing right now. And then when it came to it, you're not going to be like, Biden is not going to be our president. And woo, woo, woo. And I'll be like, where, what is this dude coming from? Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> you, know? you know, and then, you know, boom, it happened. And you're like, brother, it's not, it's not that it's bad what you're seeing. It just wasn't there, bro. It was not there, like 100 there. Like, I didn't believe. Like, when they said male and male of vans getting caught up with male fraud, I was like, come on, bro. Like, that is ridiculous. You don't think that people would bring that to the light? Like, if it was for real? <laughs> yeah, but I might be, I might be wrong. But I just never saw it. Like, I saw, like, major vans of people get to vote. I just didn't believe that shit. I truly never believed that. That's so me. To, to Cam's point, Again, where I kind of take a lot of my perception as a high school teacher is looking at what 14 to 18 year olds say on a daily basis. And I get why that's kind of 
problematic at times for those of you who laughed. But for those who have any modicum of, you know, maturity. Yeah, but the school I have a IT three, five and ten year old in my house. That's my words of wisdoms on a daily yeah. basis. There, so I understand the the school I teach in is we're about sixty percent free and reduced lunch. We are about forty fifty five percent non white. Uh, my Hispanic students, which are about twenty four twenty five percent of our population are of questionable legal status. Those kids were fucking terrified after the election, right? Those kids were terrified in believing after hearing like racialized rhetoric to downright racist rhetoric that was deployed at them. Those kids were legitimately afraid that they might have to face violence because they weren't white. Right. Did it happen? Is that different from is there going to be a civil war? Maybe. But these kids were living in fear. And, you know, whoever I think it was Hydra said, did it happen? We had yeah. three three Hispanic kids in the town that I teach in. Yeah. One of them was shot to death. Two of them were shot at because they took a Trump sign out of somebody's yard. Okay. So I think those elements of like localized fears or localized violence will definitely influence somebody's perception of the truth or of reality. Uh, so I think that's where, again, this discussion becomes a fruitful one in so much that looking at the events around you definitely shape your reality or, or shape your views. So um, my question is then, if those kids were so fearful, why are they yanking signs out of the people that they're so fearful of? It wasn't the kids who stole the sign. It was my other kids who were brown, right? That they didn't steal a sign. These were my kids who quietly disagreed with Trump, who quietly disagreed with some of the further to the right agenda of some of our state politicians they were fearful because of actions of people who looked like them. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, if I find a bear in the woods, I don't go and poke it. Yeah. Yeah. And that that I, I see some truth in. But, like, that's the other, like, your, your surroundings will shape your reality. Mm -hmm. uh, back to a different point that I think that Snatchface made that uh, everybody just kind of nodded their head at about opinions versus beliefs. Uh, I wish I could quote Limp Biscuit again, and if I thought about it long enough, I could. Uh, but Patton Oswalt, who's probably one of my favorite comedians because we're both fat white dudes, um, makes a, uh, has a bit about acknowledging different beliefs from yours versus respecting people for having different beliefs, right? I know from some of the stuff that Hydra and I have talked about, we are very, very different people in terms of the kinds of things that we believe and see the world. And we can acknowledge that each other believes different things and we have a degree of mutual respect. Yeah. But do I need to innately respect Hydra because he believes in different things for me? Yeah, I did it all for the nookie. 
Tear down for the nookie. Yeah, Pat Oswalt hates everybody to the right. Yeah, that's why I don't like him. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I like you, Poser. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I found you before I know anything about you, political wise, right? I'm like, yeah. this guy likes comics. I like his setup. This guy's cool to me, right? Uh, you know, let me invite him over to to the community to see what's up, right? Yeah. And even to this day. Now that I do know how you lean, <laughs> we're. St- I mean, I'm still good. Uh, yeah, as far as I'm well, concerned. Well, look at it and this my, way: there can be no discourse without opposing views. We're not a hive mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what Cheesepot said, right? Like, uh, I've talked to everybody in here more than than Tori, and I can see that she said stuff where I'm like. Hell yeah, preach. And then Tori said a couple of other things where I'm like, mm. <laughs> but we all have, again, some kind of common level of respect for each other. And this nope. is the second week in a row where we've kind of gone in a direction from like, here's a comic versus here's the discussion a comic could create. Yeah. And for as much as we are all batshit crazy and do random things and are probably fucked up people who need way more therapy than any of us are really paying for. We are a good model of discourse and discussion because the moment like somebody says something I disagree with, I'm not like, fuck you, I'm going to murder you and your entire family. I look at that and go, I can see where you're coming from. Here's my two cents. And we all go, yeah, the the the, the correct yeah, argument is cool somewhere that. between we can all those. We have our different beliefs and be on different sides. What I don't like is when it's repeatedly shoved at me that we have different beliefs, and I need to have your opinion repeatedly shoved down my throat. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, I'm oh yeah. Oh yeah. But when I'm feeling attacked and I'm like just chilling, it's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I am yeah. not trying to bring no drama on you, so don't bring. I it call on it me. the Jehovah's Witness protocol. You can you come up to my now? door. You can try and tell me how to live my life, but in the end, I'm gonna send you back in. Hey, those Jehovah's man, they're so nice. Well, of course they're nice. They 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 want you to come drink that Kool-Aid. <laughs> Buy a tower. Sometimes I get thirsty, you know. But I think like, good, that's your I think right cool thing, you know, to drink that cool Kool-Aid. Thing about us, though, <laughs> exactly. I think the cool thing about us, and I'm not gonna bullshit, is that like I'll be talking to Hydra on the back, and the, all of a sudden I'll be yeah, Hydra will be on some topic with me and him, and I'll be like yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, preach, brother. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit, nah, wait. <laughs> but I love it. I let him finish. Uh, same thing with Watt. I'll be agreeing with Watt. And then Watt is like, da, 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 da. oh, whoa, shit, wait, wait. Nah, wait, Watt, I ain't going with you down that way. Yeah, he's going, like, crossover. Like, I went with you halfway. Let me. <laughs> yeah, the only time I've openly censored walk was like. Me too. The I feel like me too when I'm talking to you. In a row. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like that when I'm talking to you guys as well. Like, I, I feel like sometimes you guys may agree with me and sometimes you, you don't. What I tell you guys is that I, I don't I don't believe in just like like how we should. Uh, we should. I feel we should agree to disagree, and and it should be a a, a topic where we 
I mean, like like Tori said, nobody should shove it. If we had that topic once and it was a cool topic, all in a day, we had that wonderful talk, it's over. I will never repeat it. I will never talk about it again. And I would never tell Hydra, oh, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is why I told you that one day. Hell not. Because when we talk about Hydra, we'll be talking about books or did you read, hey fam, wake up, did you read this one? We'll be talking about our usual normal life. And that's what is cool about us, that once we have the topic or the talk, we'll set it to the side and continue rolling with it. <laughs> Well, that's why I call it the freaking Jehovah's Witness protocol. They come, they try and get you on their side, but if you, I mean, I'm assuming 99% of the time they get shot down, but they don't They don't say, well, fuck you, fuck you, motherfucker, and just start breaking shit. They just, they're just like, okay, have a nice day. Yeah. God bless. My favorite one that was the video clip of... Uh... The Mormons, is it Mormons or Jehovah's Witness? I don't they are they were wearing the the white uh Mormon. call it Mormon? Sure. Oh, Mormons black, don't black, recruit black Jehovah's Mormon. Witnesses. Oh, that's Mormons. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they were doing that and they were just dunking on these kids. It was hilarious. And yeah, Mormons are good too. Like like I said, at the <laughs> I like free your mind and your ass will follow is good. Uh or G Spot said something about like we should be treated where there are no differing opinions, right? Like I've said a million times, I am down to have a conversation who believes, you know, with anybody who believes anything at any time, anywhere. The only time I will ever raise an objection is if your views try to deny the humanity of someone else, right? If you don't understand questions of race, sex, gender, sexuality, because that's not where you're from, you shouldn't get to make a judgment that denies those people of humanity, right? You can be like, I don't understand X, Y, and Z. And that's where I can be like, yeah, we are, we're on the same here. But when you're like, these people shouldn't exist, fuck these people, they all need to die in a tire fire, right? Unless you're saying those things about Nick Spencer for ruining uh, Amazing Spider-Man, then like <laughs> you don't get you don't get a free pass from me. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man sucked. Whoever wrote that last uh, that makes complete sense. that last uh, season of uh, Game of Thrones needs to go. <laughs> they gotta go. That was horrible, bro. Gonna kill her off like that, man. That was oh my god, bro. I I watched all that for that. A Starbucks that? cup? A Starbucks cup. You didn't see the Starbucks cup. Hold on, I think we're talking over Tori. Sorry, go. Oh yeah, sorry. So back to your civil war question. It was not a matter of the election, it's a matter of simple things like what Poser's talking about. If we keep showing that much ugliness and inhumanity in this world, it's all going to drive all of us to go to a war for a good of protecting ourselves and feeling like we have to constantly protect ourselves because we're constantly living on edge to some degree. That's what's going to lead us to civil wars, all the ugliness that's fucking going on in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What it needs is people talking to each other, kind of like this. I mean, we all don't agree with each other, and we just said that over and over again, but... It just people need to talk to people and realize that it's an open space and and yeah. people we all have similarities you know we all have things that we all could agree on I mean a lot of us already just said that uh, that we both we all believe that the, uh, the government it sucks you know <laughs> like, yeah. you know we probably agree that you know 
We like we where live we in live. A world where we're so worried about being the same because of what you see on mainstream media and social media and everywhere that you forget that it's okay to be different. And that's what makes you feel inferior and angry toward everybody else. Well, yeah, yeah the but other thing I would token. disagree with what you said, Tori, is not, I would not say the same based on mainstream media is right. We want to make sure that we are right based on the pop popular interpretation that in many instances we're afraid to diverge from what's popular because history yeah, yeah. shows, because rock is our empirics guy, right? That the unpopular but minority voice is the one who so gets everybody just tries to follow the popularity contest and go yep. along. Yeah, sheep, sheep to and a slaughter. Like, yeah, too many sheep uh, in this world. Yeah, I will have I no mean, problem telling you. Like, here's the most time recent time I cried while reading something. So in the last, so Tuesday night I read all twelve bad. issues of Tom King's The Vision. Uh. I, as someone who thought about becoming an English teacher until I called the head of the English department at my college uh, a inflexible cunt, um, the thing that made me cry was watching this robot child who eventually dies by, like, issue seven, citing Shylock's speech about being a Jew from the Merchant of Venice, right? I think at the end of the I day, don't think anybody but me knows what you're talking about, but yeah. but like at the end of the day, for as different as we are, right? We are all human. We all bleed the same. We all feel joy. We all feel pain. Ah, damn it! You took my fucking thing again. I was gonna say <laughs> we're we're all different, but we're all the same. Yeah. If you prick us, do we not bleed? Yeah. We all gotta eat, right? Damn it. <laughs> I hate you, Bozer. So, Rock, here's what I'm going to do stop. after I finish this thought. I'm going to mute myself for the next 15 minutes to not step on your thunder. But I think for as much as people have learned that uh, Rock and I may be different, since he's mad at stealing his uh, illusion and his yeah. word earlier. No, words. But I think that's the other, like, we are too busy in drawing tribalistic battle lines, right? that those used to exist literally between different tribes that identified each other differently as a threat to their survival because of access to resources. Those beliefs then became more nativist and xenophobic because we were afraid of people who were racially different than we were. And now as we become this more racially blended society, except for the fucking people who believe the right way is the white way uh yeah. now we are afraid if we believe differently those next battle lines are drawn along political ones economic ones socioeconomic status and i think what we all can acknowledge at the end of the day is unless you were born into a family with infinite wealth and you had the cushiest life possible Life for everybody fucking sucks. And even if you were born into those families with the cushiest wealth possible, as a child, your life probably fucking sucks because if you 
do a childlike thing or fuck up, then you are met with like, you are not living up to the family name, not our expectations. This is not how blah, blah, blah acts. Actually, I think you'll find that morbidity rates uh, among children born into wealthy families throughout their course of their lifespan are actually significantly higher. Yeah, I mean, you could say that because, I mean, it's all um, like a structure. So, I mean, even though we're, we're, we're struggling, like, you know, I'm not, the, you know, I'm not rich, you know, you're not rich or, you know, I don't know anybody's socioeconomic class, but um, we have. Uh, <laughs> I'm straight you know, middle, middle. Okay. Okay. But what I'm saying is that there's still structures in that. So like, if you're in like, uh, you know, say you're not the king, but you're like someone that's, you know, higher up in that uh, upper echelon, you still got to adhere to those rules. You know, so you're trapped in those rules also, you know, like, I mean, you know, think about, you know, um, I mean, it's just upward mobility in social settings is not exactly easy to achieve. Well, and so they're trapped in it, too, is what I'm saying. Snatchface makes the comment, I have white privilege. You are a million percent right. I was born in a middle class white protestant family i raise a middle class white protestant except for my wife is catholic and because we wanted my mother-in-law to pay for things uh, a catholic stant family like i'm aware that i have a lot of privilege to go like here's the kind of shit that you believe but i think on the same token, though, you weren't handed things because you were white, correct? What? On the same token, though, you weren't handed things because of this color of your skin, correct? You worked for what you... If I wasn't, even if I wasn't handed things, I would say that my your opportunities status, were greater. I, I mean, might I give think, you that. I think that oh, I, I would yeah. not say that things were handed to me, but my opportunities were greater. I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, but I think Snatchface, in some of these instances of acknowledging the kinds of privilege that we have, because we all may be afforded privilege in many different ways, right? Like, I won the lottery as a, a fucking middle-class white male who is straight, right? Like, I have hit the norm. I am the vanilla of vanilla that most of what I do is acceptable. I like vanilla. But in those instances, here are places where... I like coffee ice cream. uh, Here are places where we can use that privilege to go like, I'm going to acknowledge that I have privilege, but everybody else who has a voice, everybody else who should be on equal footing to me the fact that they are denied shit, the fact that they are judged is problematic as fuck. And I think that's how we solve a lot of these things, right? That you need to be able to do things that help empower others, even if you fucking disagree with them, even if you are fundamentally different. If there are people who are disadvantaged to you, know, disadvantaged in comparison to you, if you can find a way to take their viewpoints, their experiences, their other kinds try. of things, let me mod you up and put them in the same instance. Like 
that's how we can erase some differences. That's not going to get rid of all the systemic problems we have in our country, right? Like, we are dealing with a bunch of problems with systemic racism, sexism, classism, right? Any other isterism, you could attribute those to the structure of American society. See, okay. In some instances, you can find ways to look at, like, to elevate the opinions of people regardless of whether or not they agree or disagree with you and say, the shit you're saying matters, even if we're not on the same page at all. Yeah, okay. I don't like the sound of white privilege. It's, it's more like I. it's more like here privilege, right? No, no, you go no, anywhere else, let's see how much privilege you get, you know. Uh, but same, same with me, right? Like I go to Mexico. They're, you're going to tell I, me that if you're white and I'm you Mexican. go somewhere, they're not going to love you. They're not going to go like, like this guy like, has money, you know. That's the difference, though. Uh, white privilege is is a misnomer. It's maybe white advantage is the problem is probably the better thing because just because you're born white doesn't mean you have privilege. Have you have you ever gone to the south and met white people who live in fucking trailers and in squalor? They don't have any fucking privilege. Rob, yeah, I'm a, education. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a, a fucking Marxist, right? Like, I am someone who, at the base level, believes class is the most unifying factor to anything. Agree. Looking at, like, I like the idea of you know Hydra saying, like, it's it's a question of where you're at, right? I think white privilege very much matters in the United States because if you look at how this country was built and how 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 non-whites were used to build our infrastructure right building things on the black the back of slavery on exploiting indigenous people on exploiting Asians right white privilege is something that exists in American societies and European societies uh, but I will agree that you know i'll say that i'm middle class but when i was born and raised i was on the you know almost elements of poverty and now right i am someone on a teacher's income and a wife who has a side hustle trying to raise a family of five that i may have more in common with a poorer person of color than I do with another white person based on their socioeconomic status. Exactly. That think, doesn't sound like privilege to me. But I think whiteness is something that gets you free of dealing from a lot of bullshit in the United States. Uh, I'll right? see it. I'll see it I'm this way. All right. If you want to equate that to, uh, to I'll say, uh, to... I'll Sorry, say this. Ahead. I'll say this. Uh, you should have white privilege, right? Because you know, America is a majority white. Uh, I feel like you should have privilege. You know, why why would why would I have more privilege than you when this isn't my country technically, right? Like, yeah, I was born in America. It, it, it is but, your country. But this yeah. isn't oh, my country. what I'm saying. I'm not the majority. I don't think I don't think a minority should be even coming close to equality of the majority. You know what I mean? Like I'm a minority. Yeah, so I don't I'll believe be, that. But you know. I shouldn't have I, you know, in reality, there shouldn't be any privilege coming towards me from a majority white country. You but should why have more privilege. Why would it be an American privilege instead of a white privilege? Why is it got to have a race instead of American privilege when it was well, all yeah, the you know, there you go. There you go. I would say country to begin with, 
and Native Americans were already here when yeah. the rest of the melting pot hit here. So, oh, I mean, true, really, true. Like, if you want to break it down, and the privilege that the American Native Americans get is shit. Mm-hmm. Not true. Right. Well, okay. Well, and 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 what we're bringing like, up with with Hydra, they, they were they were wiped out to the to the. It was it was a uh, you know it was a uh, it was a battle. You know, people showed up. They wanted what you had. I'm an old Native American, and I know what I have access to. So, like I'm telling yeah. you, the privileges that I get and I don't get are legit in there. And like a lot of them are shit. So, like I can't get normal health insurance unless I pay out the fucking ass. Because I'm an enrolled Native American. Oh, you have it through the tribe. Well, guess what? I got to drive three and a half hours to get to the hospital to go yeah. through the tribe to get the health care that I fucking need. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't right. well, touching, touching back to what Coach <laughs> like, said about. You really want to break it down. Like, well, well, I'm listening, are, but I'm yeah. in <laughs> No, that's that's okay. Okay. Like, we're talking like here and now, right? Whoever started America as a whole, and that should be American privilege if we're going to break it down to privileges. Well, sure, everybody as an American, right, should have privilege. But what I'm saying is, like, if we want to bring color into it, yeah, majority rules. Whites should have more privileges because they're white. I mean, I, if you go anywhere and you don't look like the person who's there, you're not going to get any kind of privilege but if i go there and that i look like them i feel I mean, to not give them the same amount of you know what i mean like like it's like it's I uh, look at someone different by the way that they come at me like i don't treat anybody different by the way that they look on the outside yeah yeah but that's us we're talking like majority people do look at it like that they look at you know the first thing that they look at right no, I don't think no. your privilege, privilege should be based on uh, should be placed. I mean, placed on on your your color, like you should. No, the first our, thing our majority is majority. whether you're fat or not. <laughs> to be honest, because I mean, if you're if you're if you're really fat, guess what? You're eating you're eating either shit or you're eating high on the hog. Either way, you're eating. Yeah. I don't know what that had to do with, you know, people because well, people can I mean, be fat because of of of. Well, okay, you know, you're not. Have you yeah, you're not these fucking people in Ethiopia who can my... fit wristwatches around their goddamn yes. waists. But I just, I might that's the point is just my, just reaching, you know. My food stamps oh, or reaching. other things that I might need to help put me on an economic footing will only pay for. High fat foods, high fructose foods, like all of these other things, like food desert. Like eating something is better than nothing, is it not? Uh, Wayne, the answer to that is yes, because walks opinion to me makes sense in a place like China. Like China is ninety eight point seven percent ethnically Han Chinese. But you hear the two point like seven percent of people who are slightly racially different, like they are abused as fuck. So if Hydra is right that I should have more privileges as a white male who lives on stolen land, then like I guess we should put anybody who's not white in internment camps. I guess we should put anybody who's white should get paid less, right? Well, no, no. Because I'm saying if you if you truly believe in white privilege, I I would say I don't. But I'm saying if you truly would believe, then yes, you should have the most privilege because you're the majority. 
Right. And I, I think that's a problem, though, right? Yeah. Especially in a place. Of course, it's a problem. Yeah. With a legacy of slavery, with a legacy of fucking genocide against indigenous peoples. That that's privilege. That's the Hydra's that's, argument. Like you, may, your argument makes sense, Hydra, in European nations that have been white as sin until like the 1800s or you know early 1900s when you start seeing the larger societal incorporation of non-white people into those societies uh in terms of status symbols yeah like okay i see your perspective that like white privilege should exist because majority rules majority in the united states yeah but i think that a racial majority is fucked up that like privilege political privilege maybe should exist in terms of looking at like liberals, conservatives, Republicans versus Democrats, right? Things that are a little bit more racially neutral. But the fact that I, as a white dude, could walk into any store with a mask on and a black hooded sweatshirt hood up, and I'm not seen as a thug or a threat, whereas if any of my black students did that is problematic, uh, any of my Hispanic students did that, right? They're seen as some kind of threatening thug. And the fact that I can do that simply because I'm white is fucked up. So I think drawing privilege solely along racial lines is problematic, right? And and who dad is right. In but it's not all about that person making that judgment call, right? It's, uh, why are they making that judgment call, right? So the person who clearly lets you walk by whatever, he, he may look like you, right? So someone else comes along, same MO, doesn't look like him. Uh, just, I mean, it's just human nature uh, to be more, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Cautious around someone who doesn't represent you, you know what I mean? In the, in the shape, way, or form, you know? Including color. Yeah. Uh, and it's all about that individual, though, making that judgment call. You know, it's, you know, he can either pay attention to it or completely ignore it. And it's up to him, the person. So that's all the right. way I look at it. Yeah, well, but you know, we have legal uh, systems that will protect sake. people too much, right? Like, look at the number of officer involved shootings of white folks against black folks or white folks against brown folks that. In jury trials, they are more protected than the the people of color. Well, you know, I got to bring up you and I are on the same page that white people are perceived differently. And I think that's the problem, right? If 10 minutes ago we were able to take my usurpation of the Shylock speech of I am a Jew, do you prick us? If you prick us, do we not bleed? If you punish us, do we not cry? Like, if we all accept that premise that at the end of the day, we are all human and we all bleed the same, why should the fact that I'm white with a homeless beard and walk as a couple of different kinds of brown and you know, the rest of you hide behind screens, right? Or like Tori openly said, you know, she, like Tori and seeing a picture of her, she appears white, but can identify as indigenous. Like, 
why should these dividing lines based on me being able to judge a person based off of their fucking color matter? Exactly. So why should I have to show my face in order to prove my it. worth then? But, right. But ah, like, ah. No, because it like yeah. and to touch on and to touch on your your previous point. Um, last time I looked, slavery and um, usurping of indigenous land didn't really start in this country. Now, did it? But no one, no one cries fucking it. Roman privilege over the fucking or Egyptian <laughs> privilege over the fucking Jews two thousand years ago. Now, do they? Well. I think if you yeah. want to win to a race to the bottom rock, like we will all agree that the Jews are probably the most shit upon group. Yes, of course. I will history. agree to that in a heartbeat. I right? Well, I if you look at the United States, like uh, desecrated and shit. But like in the United States, immigration policy is based simply off of do you look like you're white or do you not? Prison policy. Oh, I hardly agree with that. Is based off of those things. Rock, I'll share the articles with you that, like, I share both sides of the shit with my kids, but, like, the notion of do you present as white, like, uh, you know, a few minutes ago when Tori was like, here are the elements that I can identify to. As so it has nothing to do with culture, correct? No, 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 but, but right. Um, a simple identifying factor. No. If I can look at you and go, you don't look white like me, and I can judge you because of that, and you should fucking go back to your country. So you're saying people are getting arrested for, for not being white. Yeah. I, I will hands down defend that. I will die on that hill, and I will be willing right. to not just say that right now, but I, I will think be willing to I'm sorry, I live in the Northeast. We're well, well, that's what I was trying to, to, to say, like, in a sense, with, with what Poser was saying, like, uh, and not to go down the, the same bullshit. What Hydra was saying, I kind of, this is where I tell you that I agree with certain things that Hydra says because it's true. And some things that we might think a little bit different. I'm Hispanic. So, one of the things that I tell Hydra that I look at it my way is that. I looked at it a little different. Like I had like, like maybe three strikes, and that's it. Because after that, it's like you're really testing yourself of not making it. So you know when you come out of this is what I'm saying, and I'm not gonna play the violin card. I'm not because I'm not. That's not what I'm talking about. I come from the ugly part of bullshit ass southern part of Los Angeles. That's what my mom, as a single parent, could afford after she divorced my dad. Okay, so check this out. For me to get out of there, I did it. And I ain't going to talk about the bullshit. We all know what we had to go through. We all know what we had to go through to get out whatever we had to go. Now, I live comfortable now. My wife, my kids, they live comfortable. That's what with one strike. I fucked up once. Now, check this out. What I'm getting at is what happened with that one dude. Uh, what's his name? Where they need um, him in the neck. What's that dude's name? George I was, Floyd. George Floyd. What I was trying to get at when people are like, oh, why are they breaking down the walls? Why... That's what I was trying to tell you. We have three strikes. And when we live, like, when, we're, when we come from those type of areas, that's what happens to most of us all the time. Either you get stepped on or 
you know, it's it, it happens, Rock. You know, I seen I seen it with my own eyes, bro, and I seen the different type of treatments where, with all due respect, like Tyler would not get that sort of treatment, but Jose or or Shaquan does get that type of treatment. You know what I mean? And it doesn't it doesn't make sense, dude, when you're like, wait a minute, I thought it's the same crime, it's the same shit, he's smoking the same damn drug, but why do you treat him different? But we've seen that. So what I did is I never pulled that stupid part where I was going to play. If I play that violin card, you're never going to make it. You, you can't play that violin. So I told myself, don't look at it that way. Just fucking work on you. Get your shit, get your shit out of here. Exactly. And, and live your own life. And I did. So everybody that fucked up and went bad and went broke. But dude, when I seen when people are complaining, oh, why are they tearing down the walls? Why are they, dude, why wouldn't they after getting treated like shit? And treated like garbage for fucking generation after generation after generation. You can't say you didn't see Rodney King. You can't say you didn't see those type of videos that we've seen rock. I seen them, bro. I seen them. The ones that weren't even televised. I seen yeah, them, well, bro. It so, also, well, you know, I'm, I'm like, not saying it doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, not saying it doesn't happen. Like, dude, you don't have to do that. He's down here bleeding. He's out. I feel like, dude, you, even you're looking at it, you're like, bro, you don't think he had enough? You don't think you can cuff him and put him in the car now? But they're still kicking up. Why? Why? And you ask yourself, why? But once again, this also, goes, this also goes to the media portrayals. A white person getting handcuffed and thrown into a car, it's not going to make any news because no one gives a shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's so, uh, there's, there's plenty that I see. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but there's plenty. I can understand what Coach is talking about. I just never played that violin card my way because I just knew, like he said, like Hydra said, I, I, I believe that I am the minority. We can't play that card, bro. We can't do that. Like, oh, oh trust me. I don't give a shit know? what the fuck color you are. Give us a fair shake. Like, you assholes see this or shit. assholes. Yeah, yeah, you know That's what I mean? I remember, I remember one time, dude, because I was a youngster, dude. I was a youngster, and, you know, and I keep telling people the same thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you when you get caught up and you get the first time you get, you know what I mean, written up or whatnot for a little citation, they, you know, some cops are real and they tell you the real. It's not like, dude, you want to get out of here. You don't want to be doing none of this shit. And, you know, they give you a couple pointers, and I was like, you know what? You're right. I don't need to be here. You know what I mean? But it, it, not everybody thinks like that. Not everybody, and and this is the same thing though. Right? We have the same foundation. See, I was shooting jump shots when I was a little kid, and always playing sports and going from football to basketball to baseball every single season. I look at the kids now; they're not doing none of that shit, dude. They're all playing video games. They're all on social media, and they're all doing. And some of these kids, because they're all stuck on this social media crap, they're actually killing themselves over, you know what I mean, whatever, cyberbullying or whatever crap they want to call it, or, you know what I mean, certain, whatever crap, but you know what I mean, but it just sucks to see how society had turned, and now we got to deal with So my point of view is, I never thought about me personally, I just got to look at my kids and get them over this hump and make them better people, because we're in an age where I guess, like, People don't talk to each other anymore. So going out and being social isn't a thing anymore. It's all about posting selfies and, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I did this, I did that, you know? <laughs> and Basically I guess that lying was... lying on the internet. Exactly. And I think I never get my, my type of resource of media through, uh, or news through that way either because I think that taking me through a hole that I'm never going to get out of. But, I just um, like the optics of this situation 
We know that Hydra is ADD clicking on everything else. Uh, and like, Cam is talking, and the only optic you get of me sitting is like fucking furiously typing in the chat as Hydra clicks on it. <laughs> but like I said, again, I'm, I'm just going to go back to what I White Devil's Advocate, I guess. Like I said, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and uh, we stress that. Uh, we're not here to change your opinion. We're here to give you points of views that we um, we all believe differently. Things uh, differently. I don't know what what I just said, but I'm just saying white people got struggles too. I mean, granted, we got less less of them, but that doesn't make our struggles any the less real. Okay, that's a true statement. You know, white people have problems too. Um, exactly, but. Okay, we, we agree with that. So what's the net? We're, we're telling you as people of color and especially people in the chat 